Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So over the last few days, I've been talking about underachievement. When I worked with students in the classroom, I had students who, although they were extremely bright, they were gifted, they were talented, they were underachieving. And so it became kind of my quest to first of all figure out why and then help them overcome that. Okay, so we've talked about a variety of reasons why in our lives now, not just as students, we may be underachieving. For example, we may be stuck in perfectionism. We may be doing work that's too easy or it's too hard. We may not be using our own strengths and learning styles. We may not really be motivated to learn something new because we really don't see how it'll be relevant to our life. Like it feels like really arbitrary to us. Okay. Or the reason I want to talk about today, sometimes we underachieve because we haven't had or created the opportunity to really learn about areas of interest that we're passionate about. Now, let me tell you how this showed up with my students. So very often, again, I've mentioned my job was to go into the classroom. It was to get a sense with pre-testing and talking to teachers and talking to students and talking to their parents, what their gifts and talents were, and try to find a way to buy back time during their school day for them to work on things that lit them up. Okay, so this is how it might look. Before they started a math chapter, pretest. If they got a 90% or above on the chapter, they were out for the chapter. So basically what that meant is while, while the teacher taught the other kids in the class chapter nine, they could either work on a different chapter or work on some math enrichment um, activities or if they happened to be really good at math, but they really didn't love math, they could work on a passion project. Maybe they sat there and they wrote a novel during class. Maybe they worked on some logic puzzles because that was really fun for them. Maybe they sat there and read a mystery book. It didn't really matter. What mattered is that I helped them buy back the time, helped them escape from doing stupid busy work so that they could do something they really cared about. Now, The same thing happens with adults, okay? With my clients, with my adult students, I notice the exact same thing. Their lives are too busy to find the time to do things that absolutely make them giddy. So when I have a client who says something along the lines of, I just don't even know how I would have time. I just don't even know what I love. Okay. Here are some of the suggestions that I give them. And I'm going to offer these to you as well. So you can start getting curious if this is ringing a bell and it's sounding like you. Okay. First things first, what are you saying yes to that really is a no? Okay. First things first, is it doing things that other people could do instead? Right? Because ideally we want to be doing the things that only we can only do. Okay. Is it saying yes to things because you're, you feel too guilty to say no? So your life is filled with obligations because all obligations are going to suck you dry. I'm just going to tell you that right now, right? 
Is it that you're in a job and the workload is like beyond your capacity? Okay. Sometimes that comes into play as well. But what I find happens more is not having time to pursue the things you're passionate about. It comes down to a hiccup in decision-making. In other words, not knowing what it feels like in your body when a real yes comes along versus what it feels like when something's presented to you, whether it's an invitation or you're asked to do something or an expectation or another obligation, and your body kind of goes, ugh. You know, it's not really, oh, hell no, but it's, ugh. And you don't know what that feels like. Or something's a definite hell no and you say yes anyways. There's a variety of reasons why we do that. I'm not trying to make it sound simple because it's not. However, if we can start clearing out some of that stuff, we very quickly buy back time for you to have space in your everyday life to start to get curious about the things that really light you up. Here's the other thing I've noticed though, on the knowing what your talent, you know, having things you're talented in, your gifts, your things you're passionate about. Before we can even get there, what we also have to really kind of, you know, get a sense for is how high your stress level is. Because if your body is always in a stress response and you don't know how to close those stress cycles and so you're chronically exhausted and in burnout and overwhelmed and depleted, it's going to be virtually impossible to be able to even think about things that you're excited to learn about or passions or talents or hobbies. So no, we got to figure that part out first, right? And again, if you are in burnout or overwhelm, first things first, we got to get you rested because not even fun things are fun when you're in burnout or in overwhelm. So a couple of questions to wrap up this episode for you today, okay? What might it take for you to buy back time every day or every week in your life to create the space to start getting curious about what you're passionate about? What lights you up? What feels satisfying? What makes you feel a little bit excited? What makes you lean in? Okay, what's it going to take? And what can you start saying no to? And I'm going to tell you, my friend, if you really want to buy back time to use the way that you want to use it, you have got to get in the habit of saying no more than you say yes. And saying no is not selfish. So if your head is telling you right now, oh my God, that Terry Bragway, she's so selfish. Well, first of all, you can think whatever you fucking want to think. But here's what I'm going to tell you. When we say no, we're not saying no because we don't want to be of service to other people. We're saying no because that thing we're saying no to is going to drain our very limited time and energy that we do have to be of service to other people in the way that only we can be. So be very clear about that's why you're saying no. Okay. As always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, Click on the Work with Terry 
button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.